Hey, isn't that good? <clears throat> I'm excited about that. Let's, let's do something. For all the Dream Team people that's on a Dream Team, let's give them a, a round of applause and thank them. Thank you for being on the Dream Team. I know, man, I am so blessed. We have more Dream Team members uh, serving somewhere on one of the 31 teams. Some people serve on more than one. Then we had uh, when we uh, then people that we had when we started the church. We had about 35 people when we started the church. Praise God! Some of those people are still with us. But uh, it's a, it blows me away. Last week I counted 85 people that were here serving before we had the first visitor or the the first person come in. And you think, wow, man, it takes 85 people to run a church, you know? Well, it takes 85 people that are uh, uh, desiring to make a difference to come in and do something they enjoy doing as they're serving in their gifting. You know, Matt Lewis is up here playing guitar and singing. That's his gifting. He's one of the best guitar players in our community and in, in the Golden Triangle area, if not the state. I mean, the guy can, can you know, really play. And um, Michael Moore is kind of the same way. But it's people <laughs> that, that love, love, I don't even like the word serving because we're, it's a, it's a, huh. I love, <laughs> um, I'm saying working, huh? you know, I love being at the front door smiling and greeting people. If, if I ever, God led me somewhere else and I went to another church somewhere or whatever in Dallas or something, first day I'm there, I'm going, hey, can I work the door? I just want to stand, I just want to talk to people. You know, I just want to say hi to people. That's my gifting. I just enjoy that. But then you've got, you know, Ashley Williams. She is doing the coffee bar since we've been over at Athletes. We started in Athletes, and she's been serving in the coffee bar. And, and hey, it's 10 years later, nine and a half years later, and she's doing what she enjoys doing. She was here again. She brings the donuts in and all that. Yeah, come say an amen for the donuts. <laughs> and for the visitors, I just want you all to know, we, there's no calories in the donuts. I pray over them. <laughs> And, uh, and uh, it can all, it, y'all are going, can you come to my house? And no, it only works at church, you know, and uh, it doesn't work in your pantry. I tried it in mine. It doesn't work. But at church, there's no calories in our donuts. And I tell people, just teasing them, that we make them out of chicken, and they just can't wait to get some. You know what I mean? No. I bet if Chick-fil-A made donuts, you'd want some of those, right? Yeah, Chick-fil-A. Anyway, praise God. I'm so grateful. I just can't express to you how grateful I am that we have a church that loves people, loves our community, loves to give and to serve and to love. And, you know, on, on days that we do special things, there's just people that show up here just to serve. And, you know, uh, we have people that just show up and check the thermostats and make, make sure those are appropriate, you know, and, and make sure the doors are unlocked. And, you know, Randy Mott is just always serving. He's at work today, and, um, and he's not able to be here today. But, um, I mean, and we have... 150 Randy Mott's in our church. You know, Donna Coloida said she's, you know, one of her favorite things is our M25 ministry, and she, she helps to feed the homeless every week out of our M25 ministry that, that we have a lot of people from our church that goes into the community. You, you may not know some of the things that take place out of these 31 different teams as we're loving on people. And so I'm just, I'm just in, in a... Uh, in an expression of love that God did it all. I'm really proud of our church. You know, I, I, I'm proud of uh, that I get to be a part. I, I tell people all the time, I say, thanks for letting me serve with you. And they kind of go, 
I'm serving with you. <laughs> no, we're serving together. We get to make a difference together. So thank you, and thanks for being here. Hey, we're going to continue to... Oh, well, let, me, let me tell you this, because you all are going, man, what's going on with our outdoor baptistry? You know, well, supply chain is one thing. <laughs> you know, um, uh, rain is another thing. But, man, we are making progress. I, I encourage you to go out there and look at our outdoor baptistry. We've got the rock up. You can kind of see where the waterfalls are. We're still not finished with the inside of it. We're working on our lighting for the parking lot. We've, you know, we're going to be probably, I even hesitate to say this because it's been crazy, but don't hold me to these numbers, but I would guess in the next three months, we'll have a brand new parking lot out there with light poles and all of that. And so right now, the only thing we're waiting on is um, we're going to tell the contractor where we want the light poles. And um, that's been, we, we, we're putting in a gymnasium a community center right over to the left over here. It's extending out into the parking lot. And because of that, we had to rearrange our parking. And so we're doing that. Um, and I encourage you also, and I'll just call it a legacy gift. You know, in December, it's the gift, it's the month of giving. Why don't you just start praying right now and say, Lord, what do you want me to do toward the uh, gymnasium, the, the community center? Uh, as a legacy offering. What is legacy? Legacy means that people are going to come to know Jesus because of your service, because of what you're doing. And our vision for that community center is that I want it filled up every night. We want little dribblers practicing over there every night, all the time. We want select teams practicing over there. We want volleyball people practicing over there. Uh, and I just came up with this other day. Not sure if it'll work or not. But I'm thinking, we can put a batting cage in there where you just pull the... You remember, that's how we started at Athletes. We just grab the net and pull it down the cable, and we've got a batting cage for teams to come in and, and do that. And that's not necessarily in the plans yet, but it is a thought that I had. Because I want it filled up every night. Every night. Because when I... Years ago, I, got, I had this vision. When I was looking for a place for my kids to, to do little dribblers and to do baseball and all these different things, I, I, there was, it was difficult to find a place to practice. I'm going to put it kindly. <laughs> and uh, so I thought, you know what? If we ever have a gym, we're opening that thing up. And guess what? There's going to be Christian music playing all the time out there. So they'll be hearing that. Also, hey, hey, uh, Pastor Cass, we want to come use your gym one night. Okay, awesome. You can use it. No problem. Come on in. But I get to talk to your team. Okay? And, uh, and so I get to show them. We get to break down the deception that is in the world that life is good without Jesus. That life is good without a relationship with God. And so we get to share it in a non-threatening, very practical manner. And, we, and not just me. But many of you will be able to share also with these people. It's just going to be amazing. It's, it's awesome what God's doing. So pray about that. Just pray and see what God tells you to do. And, and you know, uh, it'll be taken care of. God is already speaking to people. And then it's just the beginning, y'all. We're just getting started. And, man, I, I, am, I just have to share things with y'all. But as I was praying down here in the first service, not in the second, a moment ago, I was praying, I said, Lord, I thank you. And I pray you would pray like this also. Thank you, God, that there's standing room only 
at Pathway Church in multiple services, God. Thank you ahead of time because that's faith, God. And then we inherit the promises by faith and patience. You know what patience is? Patience is a time span that proves your faith. So some of us are, we want it now. Well, that's not patience. And the promises come, that gymnasium, that community center, the outdoor baptistry, the, the beautiful black top parking lot with lights, the front facade, it only comes by patience or a time span. What, it, what is your time span that you're praying for, that you're believing for? You know, y'all, hey, I'm, I'm hard-headed enough to believe God for something and keep praying and praying and praying until it comes to pass, and I'm going to die <laughs> and go to heaven one day. And there's still some things unfulfilled in my dreams, and yet I'll be in heaven, hopefully, and we'll see an army of people still fulfilling some of the, the dreams that I had, that you had. Because we're going to do what God's asked us to do. And it's kind of what I'm talking about today. We're going to lead people. You were designed to lead. You were designed to be a peculiar race. You're a little bit different. All right? It's a good thing. We, you were designed to be a royal priesthood. I like that. I love, I love being royalty. And all of us are royalty in Christ. It, it's, it's we get to walk with a little bit of pep in our step with our head held high and we get to march with God. We march around the city. We march with Him and as we're marching and we, we yell, we let out a yell is what happened at Jericho. We, yelled, uh, we let out a, a prayer of victory, a prayer of, oh God, thank you that my marriage is blessed. Thank you, God, that my children are blessed. Thank you, God, that, that my finances are blessed. Thank you, God, that I'm going to live for you like I've never lived for you before because that is logically the very best thing that I could possibly do. Help me, oh God, and as we do, the walls come tumbling down. They don't just crumble and fall, but they fall into the earth. And then we walk across them without a, without a stumble and without a trip or without a fall. And we go on to what God has called us to do. And that's what God's doing in every one of our lives today. If we'll just yield, submit to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, our very best friend. <laughs> I love serving God. I love encouraging you as, a, as just a coach, as a buddy, as a friend. Come on! We can do this together, but I can't do it by myself. I can't do it alone. I can't do it with just me and my wife and, and the elders that we have and, the, and our dream team. We can't accomplish the vision that God's placed in every one of our lives to make a difference in this community without doing it together. And that's kind of what Donna was telling us about. It's about growing in Him. So, we're talking about the seven spirits. And we talked last week, and I'm not going to review, but we have seven spirits of God. And this is out of Isaiah 11. And it's talking about the Spirit of the Lord that rests on us. And that's the relationship we get with God. I'm sorry. And, it, and it's talking about the wisdom and understanding. Wisdom is the application. It's not knowledge. It's where we live this life for Him. 
then revelation is where the inspiration, motivation, education comes so that we're passionately. Are you picking up a little bit of passion from me? I mean, y'all can't see it probably, but I'm like spitting right here. I'm going, oh, go, Francis, go. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's like, it's like, man, we're going to have to get a vacuum cleaner or something down here. You know, don't come down here in the altar call when I'm, you know, a little bit of passion. I'm not always like this, y'all, but but when I get to talk about my best friend, when I get to talk about purpose and life and something I'm desperate for all of us to understand, I get excited about it. So that's what revelation is. Revelation where, here's the deal, y'all. This life is not about you. If you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this life is no longer about you. Now, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior... You think that it's about you, but once you meet him, then it becomes about other people. So that's what passion, that's where this comes from. I, man, I believe this stuff. I've been living it. I've been seeing God show up and do miracles for 31 years, literal miracles. And that's what we'll talk about in just a second. So the spirit of counsel and might is four and five spirits. It's one spirit with really, God calls them spirits, but it's really functions. And I pray that you will begin to pray this. God, I need all of your capacity. I need everything in you. Lord, I want to know you, Lord, through the spirit of you, <laughs> spirit of the Lord. I want to walk in your wisdom, God. Lord, I want to have the understanding where it's understanding from heaven that impassions me, puts motivation inside of me. God, I need your counsel. I need your might. I need your knowledge. I need the fear, the, the spirit of the fear of you is the last two. We'll talk about those next week. But here's the interesting thing. The first three are really about you. It's about your relationship. It's about how you live. And it's about why you do that. The next two, these two right here, the spirit of counsel and might is about someone else. You see, that's what the priesthood's all about. That's where we are a royal priesthood because we're serving others with counsel. I was speaking this week, or I, I had a, a, several different counseling moments. And as I'm speaking, something came out of me and I went, oh man, I've never said that before. And then I thought, oh, i got to check the scriptures in my head. Is this accurate? And it was. And I thought, wow, that is so good. And it was, it was perfect for the moment. And it did not come from me. It came from the spirit of counsel that is inside of me, that has given me information to give to someone else, to help them, to heal them, to take them higher so that their heritage will will follow after him. It's so much bigger than just our individual moment. It's so much better. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is good. This is just, he's good, not me. I'm just going, wow, I just love him so much. And I get to do this. You get to do this. You know, Kaz, I could never preach like you. Uh, or, and not, not that that's hard to do. There's a lot of guys preach better than me. But you can grow. That's the key, a passionate desire to grow in him so that you can give the spirit of counsel to someone. Larry's sitting right over there. He's one of our board of directors, and, and he, he is constantly speaking counsel to me. And I, I get things from him that he doesn't even know. It's, it's just pouring out of him. 
And I go, oh, wow. He, he said this years ago. He goes, you know, Kaz, the, the answer is never no. And I thought, come on, dude. Yeah, I've prayed a bunch of prayers that were no. And he goes, the answer is always something better. Because in God's timing and the way he does things, it ends up being better than what we were asking for. And so I encourage you, let the spirit of counsel come out of you. As you're praying, God, God, I am desperate. <laughs> I want all that you have for me so I can pour out to others. The spirit of counsel. And then I love this. this oh, this blows me away. The spirit of might. Now, why would we need the spirit of might? Let me see if that, that I think I have a scripture here. Well, the spirit of counsel and might shows you what to do and then gives you the power to do that. I love that. But then I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. Then in Isaiah it says, your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. You know, I heard a word behind me and it was counsel out of me for healing, for a higher moment, a bigger ideal, a bigger thinking. And then this scripture, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might. That's what I'm getting to right here. Strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Here's might. I love this. And you can look this up in your Strong's Concordance if you want to. But the word for might is a word that means the power to do miracles. Whoa. Well, what are you talking about, Cass? I think, honestly, it's the boldness to do miracles. It's, it's the boldness to step out and, you know, um, my daughter hurt her knee the other day uh, playing basketball. It was bruised and kind of swollen a little bit. And, and uh, so I found out about it. So, that, I mean, instantly. Okay, where's, where's Channing? She's in her room. Okay, good. Walked in there. In the name of Jesus, you're... you're knee is healed. I pray for you, God, you know, and I prayed a, a simple prayer by faith that her knee would get better. I, I'm at the point now I don't even check because I, we've, we've seen so many healings in our home with our children and then other people that I've prayed for. And, and, but I hate to say it this way. I'm trying to think if this is accurate. I want to say most people don't get healed when I pray for them, but it, you know, I have a high ratio. <laughs> and so, but it's not my job to get them healed. It's my job to have the boldness to pray for them. Amen. It's your job. That's your job to be the priest serving in love. You know what love does? Love hides fear. It, because, I mean, I'm trying to think of the scripture that uh, perfect love casts out fear. And so, if you, oh, I don't want to do that, what if they don't get healed? Yeah, what if they don't? That's not your job. And so, it's, it, it's the spirit of might. This, this is exciting to me. I love this because I want this in my life. Is the power to do miracles. It is the power to make moral decisions. Why is that important? I, man, I love this scripture. And, it, it, and these are just things I've memorized through the years. But it says that uh, I love righteousness. You know, you know what righteousness is? It's a person, and his name is Jesus. I love righteousness, and I hate wickedness. And God, your God, will anoint you with the oil of gladness. 
beyond your companions is what the King James says. I want the oil of gladness in my life, but it comes with loving righteousness, with hating wickedness. Well, you need the spirit of wisdom and counsel and knowledge to understand, okay, what is morally wrong? So the spirit of might is it, it's the it's the power to do miracles. It's the power that comes with great wealth and riches. <laughs> Who wants to volunteer for that one? Giddy up. <laughs> All right. Sign me up, Jesus. Well, but it's not for you. <laughs> you can have a portion of it, but it's for building his kingdom. And if that's your heartbeat and your goal, that will be a part of the seven spirits that are functioning in your life. And then the last one is it's the power to have influence. The power to make a difference. The power that comes with authority. I love that. And, and you know what authority is? Oh man, this is good. It's the favor of God in your life. Saul, King Saul in the Old Testament, uh, when he was first anointed king of Israel, the Bible says that God touched men's hearts to follow after him. Well, I pray for the spirit of, of um, might on my life so that somehow God would cause people to follow after this vision, to know God, to find freedom, to discover their purpose, and to make a difference. Why would we not want to do that unless someone was hiding it from us? They were hiding the, the reward from us. You don't understand. If you're not plugged in and you're not getting excited about God's Word and doing what He wants us to do, I want you to know that you've been deceived. You've been clouded. You've been uh, under a, a, a wrong expectation of what it is to be a Christian in these last days. And if you're not fulfilled, it's probably because you just live in religion. Religion does not fulfill you. Relationship with Him, serving with Him, walking with Him, loving Him. God, what do you want me to do? I would lay down my life for you. Most of us are doing that. So I just want to encourage you. Pray these seven spirits. You can go to Matt, uh, Isaiah 11, 1 through 3, and you can make this a discipline of your life. And when you do that, when you pray a sincere, genuine prayer, then those things begin to operate in your life. And you look up one day and you're giving counsel to somebody and something jumps out of you and you go, oh, wow, that was God. I'm not that smart. Whoa. You mean God just spoke through me? You mean, God, you're using me? Huh. God, I give you the glory. Lord, I am nothing without you, but Lord, I know. And I'll pray this over us right now. Lord, I know that we are world changers. We are giant slayers. God, we are mighty men and women of God that we submit and yield to your throne of mercy, <laughs> to your throne of grace, to your throne of abundant goodness, to your throne, God, of eternal love that you love us so much that you died for us and we give our lives to you every day. In Jesus' name. God is so good. Hey, listen, right now, this is your chance. I'm going to pray for you and with you. We're going to pray together that we all give our life to Jesus fresh and brand new because you can't get into heaven except through him. You can't. My dad used to say, well, I'm a good man. And he was. But dad, I'm sorry. Can't, can't go to heaven just being a good man because there's no such thing to the father.
The Father looks down from heaven and he says, there are none that are good, no, not one. That's in Romans. Romans tells us that God does not see one human being as a good person. The only way he sees perfection is when he looks at us through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. So let's all accept that as a recommitment and or a first-time decision so that your heart and soul can be born again is what the Bible calls it. Born again. You can look it up in John 3, verse 3. A man named Nicodemus, one of the best religious men of the day. He was a good man. He read the, the, the Bible at that time. Uh, he gave his tithes and offerings. He served in the, in the synagogue. He was one of the r religious leaders of the day. And he's asking Jesus, how can a man get into heaven? And Jesus said, you must be born again. How can a man be born again? How can a man go into his mother's womb and be born again? And Jesus said, it's a spiritual thing. It's a yielding and submissive thing where you just ask and God will give you eternal life. That's how simple it is. Through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. So, Let's bow our head and close our eyes. And I'm not going to ask anybody to come forward. You can if you want to for prayer in a minute. But let's put our hand over our heart. And together, let's pray together as a recommitment prayer or a first-time commitment and pray these words. Repeat after me and say, Father, I love you. I give you my life. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And I ask you to cause me to be born again. Thank you, Lord. And now I will serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, isn't God good? Let's give him a hand clap. Yeah. All right. And like Kramer would say on Friends, giddy up, right? All right. When he was drinking all that cappuccino and stuff, y'all going, I didn't see that episode. That's okay. If you prayed that prayer with us, I'm praying for five of these every Sunday in every service and with the youth on Wednesday night. And if you have never filled one of these out, you can scan the QR code and do it online. Or you can fill this out and, and uh, you know, let us know what type of decision you made. And also, if you prayed that for the first time, you can text PATHWAY. Uh, I think they're going to throw the, the number up there. And you can just leave it up to, they're trying to. Uh, well... Oh, there it is. I'm looking back there. Okay, giddy up. Thanks. She even put it back there. Way to go. Okay, there's the number. We're going to, man, I don't know about y'all. If I'm on the back row, I can't see that. So we're going to have to make those numbers bigger. But anyway, God bless you. We love you so much. We want to be involved in your journey. We, we're not going to come visit you or anything like that. But you may get a text from me saying, man, way to go. God bless you. Let's move forward. Let's do this thing. Go to Growth Track when you get a chance. We have a brand new Growth Track starting the first Sunday of every month. So you can get involved in that. And then don't forget, we have baptisms the second Sunday of every month. So it's pretty simple to remember. If you need prayer today, you can come down here in just a moment when I release everybody. You can get prayer for anything that you need. If you need healing in your body, you need something for your relationships, for your marriage, for your children, anything at all, we're here to go to battle for you, okay? We love you. God bless you. Go out those doors into the mission field. Tell someone about Jesus and bring some friends back next week. God bless you.